Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss games that, where a small scale can be a lot more interesting than the big overall picture epicness of the world. Been playing some Kingdom Come Deliverance, I have. And that game, every time we start talking about small stories, I'm interested and engaged and want to do more. As soon as I start talking about the big stuff, it loses me completely. Really? Okay. Mm. So, a couple of things. So, I like, uh, I escaped from my village being burnt down by the army. Okay. And I had to do this epic run on the horse to escape. I don't know if I'd done that last. I died in the jail mm. yeah. the first time around. So, I went back. They brought me back to right before the poofling incident, incident <laughs> uh, which I was in the middle of doing that quest when you when you yes. came and I died sort of thing. So it took me back to there as like the last checkpoint, I guess. Uh, did that. Turns out my friends were supposed to help me beat up the drunk who had my father's uh-huh. uh, coin yeah. kind of thing. So they, they helped me shake him down, even though I'd already shaken him down and robbed everything out of his place already. <laughs> uh, and that pretty much just kicked off the last chain of events that then led to the invading army coming along. Uh, okay. And then I pretty much watched my parents get killed by the opposing army. Oh, lovely. Which is just so stock standard. Well, my character just yeah. stood there and either didn't run nor go and help. Kind yeah, of thing. Just there. So you got now. I got this kind of like. You're supposed Cute. to feel like you're conflicted as a character. I'm like, you're an idiot. That's an army. You need to run because your parents yes. are already dead. So I yes. felt a massive conflict there with my character. Yeah. Uh, and then the escape scene's not like you, you sort of go down a side passage behind the castle, and you got to help the girl who you were admiring a little bit earlier um, as an mm-hmm. optional quest to sort of get away from a bunch of soldiers, marauding soldiers. Jump on a horse and you're just off on a, on a chase, which starts off really tense, but then eventually you realize your horse runs out of stamina and you've got three people chasing you. So you've got to do this weird kind of like ducking around as they try to chop you on the horse and, and you gallop off again and you're in front of them. What? And it goes on for a really long time yeah. until eventually you arrive at the, the neighboring castle with the arrow in your leg and, and whatnot okay. yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, ah, oh, that's where it lost me. I'm like, ah, oh, this was all a bit, a bit too much. Yeah. And then it comes back, you get to the castle and um, you start hearing about the story, uh, like the the uh, town, the, oh, what is it? Sorry. Like, um, I'm not sure what the right terminology is for the people who, like the Lord of the castle that I'm in or the fortress thing yeah. or whatever it is, his wife, don't know if she's a, I don't know what, what she's called, right. lady of the manor yeah. or yeah. whatever. Anyway, she's telling me a bit about her life and stuff. That was interesting again i'm like oh okay she's like giving me a blessing to go and bury my parents even though everyone's saying you know stay yeah. where you are there's good bandits there so yeah. you, she helps you escape yep. you go back to town again and you're forced to give up your horse and then trudge on foot up into the place kind of thing and it starts throwing you all these mechanics that you haven't really done before so now you're sneaking we don't know any sneaking before okay i rock up and i run into by mistake a, a looter of one of the bo- people yeah I have to have a fight with him. I've never really fought before, so that was a bit of like thrown into the deep end kind of uh, thing. Yeah. Managed to kill him okay. Uh, I'm looting all these dead villages and they've all got pretzels and food on them and whatnot, which is odd that they okay. everyone's got two pieces of loot on them kind of thing. Exactly two pieces. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every body you go to wants to be looted, but you have no way of knowing which ones you've looted which ones you haven't looted. Uh, so there's nothing there to sort of help you do it. Immediately get over and come because I'm picking up too much food, I realize. And, and uh, yeah, so I get, get to town, find my parents, and I'm like, I've got to bury them. 
So I've got to go find a shovel and I run into this guy who's got a shovel but he's like uh, being cornered off by a dog because he's trying to rob his dog's master's corpse. Yeah. Uh, so I get into a scuffle with him. I didn't quite read the the conversation prompts. It had like swords. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be get a fight, fight kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and so I started this pit punching fight with him and then I pull my sword out and he goes, I'm out of here. And he just books it. It's like gone. I'm like, oh, that was disappointing. I should have either just like stabbed him immediately instead of talking to him or kidding him with a fist fight or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, he leaves and I'm like, okay, fair enough. Get this get the shovel. Go through a tedious process of trying to find the right place where my parents need to be buried. <laughs> so at this point I'm like, okay, the guy I was wanted to fight didn't fight. I'm over encumbered because I looted too much. Huh. Um got thrown into things that I didn't know anything about. I'm like, this game is really starting to weigh down on me. Yeah. Anyway, so I get under the tree. He's like, oh, this is a good spot. I'm looking around the ground for some sort of... Oh, okay. Well, I tried to equip the spade because I'm like, yeah. equip the spade and I started digging in the ground. No, you can't equip the spade. All right. And nothing on the ground sort of yeah. seems to be the thing. So I just like, I look online and other people are like, you just got to find the right spot between the tree and the fence. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just keep, I just keep going around. And eventually I noticed that like, when you interact with something, the interaction thing is in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. And it's not immediately obvious. obvious it's not like in the middle where i'm looking it's sort of off to the side yeah, yeah, yeah. i noticed that oh there's something here and there's just this one spot on the ground arbitrary that you've got to hover your cursor over to then start digging okay fair enough no problems dig the grave go back to my parents and then this guy who ran off brings back all these buddies oh yeah so now i'm in this five on one fight effectively uh which is interesting. Eventually, I first thought it was like, like if I knocked that guy out and killed him, would his buddies still rock up, or would yeah. they rock up anyway? I have a feeling they're probably going to rock up regardless of what I do. Um, so I'm not going to go back and and I thought I had, a, I had an idea of going back and trying to like see if I could see yeah. the story. But the way the story progresses, it's pretty much got to be they always rock yeah. up regardless. Um, I was looking for our friend, we couldn't find him because he didn't come back, and then we yeah. rock up whatever. Uh, and then again, like so, have a bit of a back and forth with this group, yeah. they're pretty much going to kill me regardless. They want, they want my sword yeah. and they want me dead or maybe they'll let me go. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's going to come to blows. Uh, and so this is all done in a cutscene, uh, And then, oh, sorry, not a cutscene, but like you're in the dialogue tree. Then it cuts to a cutscene where he takes his big swipe at you with his massive club and you dodge out of the way and then it dumps you into combat. Yeah. And the first thing that pops up is in the top right-hand corner, this weapon is not optimized for you. Its stats are too high, effectively, because the game has like yeah, yeah. started for real now, kind yeah. of, I guess. So this message didn't pop up before. So I'm looking at this message. All of a sudden, I'm getting hit in the head by this guy with the pole or this big <laughs> club thing. I'm like, oh, I need to, oh, I not look up there. I need to like yeah. focus on the fight that's in front of me kind of thing. And uh, then, because it does so much damage, I'm like, my vision's gone blurry. I can't see anything. Yeah. It hits me again. I'm like, that was not fun. Oh, at all. That sounds like bad. Well, it's like a, mi a weird mix of cutscenes and not. Yeah. You know, I don't really like cutscenes in the first place. Like, you could have left me in control of my character the whole time oh, yeah. while I was talking to him almost or and then not do this janky cut back into combat and have it almost immediately come up with a notification yeah. that you know must come up because it must come up every time you do this quest. Like, yes. during playtesting, it would pop up. Super distracting. Anyway, I was destined to be knocked out because... The girl I helped escaping, she rocks up, distracts them while the soldiers who were coming to look for me from the castle that I went back and, yeah. and went to 
come in, rescue me, take me back to her uncle's place, which is now where she's living because her whole family's dead. Um, and sort of a repeat of the sequence I went to before. I'm like, I was injured. I'm taken back somewhere. I don't really know where I am. I wake up after being injured um, kind of thing. So it sort of felt like I just deja, deja vu, vu, just a different yeah. place, you know, kind of thing. Instead of being a Lord's uh, wife know, coming to yeah. see me, it's just this it's trumpet. Well, I don't know. She's a town girl kind of thing. The trumpets are in the bathhouses up the road, Tony. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so it's like, oh, that's a weird, very similar things happening twice in a row to start the game twice. Because it definitely, like, during that, you're coming back to the town. It's like where the title cards play. It's like, okay, you've definitely started You've the started game. the game now. Yeah. And then, okay, go to talk to the uncle who's been looking after me. And he's a bit surly. And I'm like, this is interesting. Why are you so mad at me when you looked after me for two weeks? And then immediately comes to like, so I need you to rob a grave for me. I'm like, oh, I see now. He's like, look after you because you've got jobs for me to do kind of thing. And you can insist on your honor of not doing it. But I'm like, grave robbing, you say? This fits in with my plan of being a master thief. So I will take on your job. And and so the game begins. But like just before that, like another pop-up pops up as you talk to him about like yeah. more mechanics in the game kind of thing. These yeah. been popping up all the time about different things that are... So it just feels a bit janky kind of thing. But again, like the when, when you wake up, uh, the girl goes like, oh, uncle's been looking after you for two weeks. You know, he's been feeding you. Yeah. You know, um, he's had the uh, physica. That's not what they call them, but the... the doctor. The doc, quote-unquote doctor. Yeah. Um, comes in, you know, pretending you and stuff like he owes you, he paid like a lot of money for you yeah. kind of thing. You really need to go and square that Pretty away bad. first, yeah. you know. Uh, and so that felt, again, a really personal story and very engaging. I'm like, oh, okay, that actually, yeah, that's something yeah. that I should go and do. Okay, I stole all those swords from that previous castle <laughs> that I can go sell off now, make some money back and pay him off kind of thing. Uh, but luckily he had jobs for me to do anyway. Uh, yeah, so like... Uh, well, I guess one bit I did miss in that in that story is like uh, when you arrive at the neighboring castle to warn them that the army's on the move, um, you they have a confrontation with the army as it rocks up at the gate, kind of thing, and you have a sort of word to the person who killed your parents, sort of thing. Yeah. And the person they got for the voice acting is not not that he's not good, but he's way too young for the voice of the character, the, the lord, because yeah. the lord's bit uh, was imprisoned for six years by an upstart. Um, I've started to that particular fiefdom or whatever it is yeah. kind of thing and he's gotten out now but he looks a little infirm because he's been maltreated for six years and he's got grey hair yet he sounds like a very hale and hearty you know 30 year old kind of thing uh, yeah. kind of really pulled me back out of it again and I don't know the idea of this invading army having a talking with the having um, a chat having a chat and deciding that oh you didn't take in the guys that we've been looking for that escaped the castle uh, okay we'll leave you alone kind of thing doesn't really I don't, I, maybe it's more that I don't understand the political environment of yeah. like what did happen back in those days w- would that have really happened maybe it did I don't know but this army is like um, he's the king the upstart king's brother okay no, no, no. Uh, oh, no, I think I've forgotten now. He's someone's brother. So you, you, the yeah. big picture's going well for you then? Yeah, it's really, really not, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't can't know. even remember who the bad guy is. Yeah, he's definitely the bad guy, but can't remember he's the brother of the, of the emperor who's lazy and is just buffing away his kingdom, or if it's the upstart 
guy, a previous emperor who was mm. beloved brother who's coming in to say, well, this kid's being useless. Yeah. I should be emperor kind of thing. If yeah. it's his brother who's come along to support him in the crown, I can't remember now. It's definitely getting so more people getting caught up in the power yeah. play of the big pictures. But yeah, like, I don't know, not that interesting. But like the story of the girl losing her whole family to that, you know, when I saved her from the soldiers on my way out and I died a few times in the attempt of trying to do that, you know, that's way more interesting. So like a task of like go and steal the ring from the grave, much more interesting than go and avenge my parents for yes. them, you know, I don't know. Being killed by the invading army. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that that's like story stuff and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Looting's garbage. I hate not knowing I've looted something already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, I just don't like it. The you have to press E and then it's the UI goes grrr, like stone on stone, grinds yeah, in, and yeah. then you've got to like look at what you want and then hit escape to back out of the screen. But if you've got WASD and E's to loot, yeah. escape's actually quite a, a reach up on there to get to, which is yeah. not great. I guess I just have to bind a mouse key to it instead, it's usually what I end up doing, but not great. Uh Lots of numbers, so many numbers, so many <laughs> equipment slots to have, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like uh, trying to work out what you've got equipped and whether it's better than what you had before, I think it's going to be a bit of a trouble bit of, yeah, okay. kind of thing. And because you've got so many pieces, yeah. like uh, there's what, uh, four, six, there's four, four in that quadrant. Is there four quadrants of four? I think so, worth of equipment. Yeah, because like your legs, you have like pants, Outer armor, chainmail, and boots for your legs, and your mm-hmm. bubble body has like a coif, and oh, there's a few accessory slots as well for extra armor pieces you can put on as well, kind of thing. So, lots of equipment, probably very realistic equipment pieces that they've got, yeah, uh, and slots and whatnot. That's really nice. It's all that stuff there, but I think managing the UI to do that stuff is going to be really annoying. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, it's got all the mechanics: eating but no drinking. Interesting. Yeah, oh, I don't know I've seen. I haven't had to drink anything yet. Like, there's spirits that so you can drink booze and you get a bit like yeah, wobbly kind no of thing, water. which is nice. So that those effects are really nice, like the out of stamina effect, the getting drunk effect, yeah. the bloodied effect, the days is all really good. Feels really realistic, um, and the realism kind of like gets takes a step back as well. When I, in, in, in that altercation with the uh, guy earlier with the spade and the dog, mm-hmm. the reason he got away from me was because I wasn't sure if I'd draw my weapon or not. Because you can't uh, see yeah, yourself okay. drawing unless you look down at yourself. Yeah, you can't see. You can't. You only see it at the very like a little bit of like the arm coming up until the blade. Actually, you hold it down, so you can't see you even holding uh, yeah. the blade. So I couldn't work out if I was had it open. I got my torch out and like, and then <laughs> but then it was gone, kind of thing. So they, they certainly push the realism. The stats page has like all the stats: uh, stealth, lock picking. Um, uh, conspicuousness. Um, what are the other some of the State weird ones? State of mind. Yeah, maybe miserableness. Misery. Yes. Miserable. Was well, that part of the charisma and with stuff? The weather. <laughs> it has only been raining a lot. <laughs> that is for sure. And then, like uh, all your all your skills, like um, lock picking, have perks as well. So if you uh, each one individual skill levels as you do it. So I was doing the training pick locking and got three levels of pick locking, mm-hmm. and then. That gave me a perk, which was I picked picks last twice as long. And then while I was doing that, I also got a rank in stealth, 
as well. Okay. So there's like, so not only do you level up one that ability, yeah. the other ones as well. And I've got a f- related. Yeah. So I've got a few vitality skills and a few strength ones as I've been fighting and stuff. Yeah, but that's like, nice. I like you know, that. Yeah. So it's got that very, that, that Mor- Morrowind uh, thing of the more you use it, the, the better, better you, you get, get at it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Uh, the lockpicking mini game is pretty cool. It's just a simple, simple, it's not the way it may be, but it's a, it's a barrel. Just like in um, Fallout, mm-hmm. press a button, turn the lock. But rather than Fallout, which only has a simple, like, you got to find the left or right yeah, of where yeah. you need to be. This one, you have your cursor, you move it around the lock until you find the sweet spot. Yeah. And then as you turn the barrel, you need to move the cursor along with the barrel yeah, in the right yeah. spot and keep it there until it eventually unlocks. Yeah. So it's way more skill-based than Fallout yeah. by far, which I guess is to be expected kind of thing. Um, I got a fight. I got into a fight with the executioner over the ring that I was supposed to steal. <laughs> Turns out he likes to loot dead bodies as well. <laughs> Didn't go well for either of us, I don't think. I got him down in the end, but I took a lot of hits. It was <laughs> He was a good fighter. He like was blocking all my attacks and whatnot. I felt like I just button-mashed my way through it. <laughs> So yeah, combat doesn't feel particularly good, but I had I had like a lot of opportunity to really practice yes. fighting yeah. and just like, like with the lock picking at least they gave me a training lock pick and I could just you gotta go to a bar pick and it, get pick it, bar pick it. Yeah, they mentioned something. One of the pop ups that I got randomly was about a tournament that runs that you can go see someone and that kicks okay. off a tournament every so many days and commoners can enroll okay. in it as well. I think it might be part of the DLC pack for it. Oh, yeah, get the feeling if the icon is the same as the one on the map. Map takes forever to open. Uh, like one or two seconds every time you want to open the map. Too slow. Boo. Well, you know, you know what it's like. You're like, which way have I got to go? Oh, it's that way. And then you take a few steps and you, uh, oh, wait, going hang now? on. Oh, Are it's that way. Yeah. Already? Uh, yeah. Mm, so I heard it was developed by one guy or a small wow, team okay. yeah. of people. They did an amazing job. For a but it looks people. like it's a small team of people. Yeah. It feels like it's, I'm playing an RPG that's just, a little bit older kind yeah. of thing. But, a little like, bit underdeveloped. Yeah. But like, I mean, the, the lip syncing's... Nah, yeah, but the faces look nice. Yep. You know, the the scenery looks nice. The, the effects look nice. Things like lighting and whatnot really look nice as well. So it's got that modern engine polish yep. to it in that sort of respect. Uh, yeah. So in short, Story is a bit hit and miss. Probably depends on how you relate to your character or not. Mm-hmm. You certainly feel like you're giving a lot of choice, but you really your character seems pretty fixed. We'll no, see if it lets yeah, me go down okay. the criminal path or not. Because he's certainly like in a lot of like. Even when I pick the yes, I'll rob the corpse. He's still like, I don't know if I like robbing these corpses, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but like. Yeah, I love all the skills. I love having perks for each of the individual skills you can unlock. Yeah, that sounds good. Although I've got the indecision tree of like which perks are good and which ones aren't because yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've got always to unlock and I'm like... I don't know mm-hmm. what to spend my points on. Yeah, which... Don't know if that's... That's always a bad thing. Yeah. You should know. You should always know what to spend your points on. Does that mean that it's just too simple then if you just know out of the gate? Like, I don't know. No. Like on the subsequent, if you want to play it again, then you kind of know what the perks do and you can kind of make it a more interesting build because you've yeah. been through it. So I had a similar problem with Blackguards, which I was playing recently. Yeah, right. Yep. So Blackguards, you get stacks and stacks of points all the time, but you've yeah. got all these abilities. Like 
dozens of things to put your points into. Yeah. But also you can learn new skills from skill trainers. But in order to learn the new skills, you have to have enough points available to learn the new skills. So I've got choice paralysis. I'm running around with 1,500 unspent points because, oh, what if I – like I'm a spellcaster. What if I find a spellcaster all of a sudden? who can teach me new spells. I better have spells some points available. Yeah. So I'm running around with unspent skill points and that's always bad. Yeah. You should is, never be running around with unspent skill points. If they at least gave you like a choice, like locked it to being like, well, this is the level three perk. You only have one of these two. Make yeah. your choice and that's it. And they, Yeah. Because what I'm thinking is like, do I want to save my points for the ones that are further down and get more yes. of those later yeah, on? Yeah. You know, go through more pain at the start when it's easier anyway. Yeah. You know, so I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, the old Diablo 2 skill tree where you spend one skill point when you have to and then you bank up the rest. Or the rest. Until yeah. The yeah, that's not the way to do skill trees. No, so it's quite, I guess it's not really a skill tree because it's not like everything's available to you. Yeah. You have to just work on it to level it up. Yeah. These are like perks yeah. for yeah. them, but no doubt. The perks later on are going to be better than better the ones the perks at the start. start yeah. you know? Although the lockpicking one felt like a no-brainer, twice as long lockpicks. Yeah. Feels like that's going to be an easy win yeah. straight away. The other perk they had, the perks look like they're interesting, but the other lockpicking one I had a choice of was a 20% chance that a broken lockpick will go back into your inventory again uh, kind of thing. So they're not okay. necessarily like yeah. they're mystical, you know. Yeah. I don't know, mystical, not, you know, but like they're not like – Based in realism, yeah. Like for for a game that's so realistic, focus. I was surprised yeah, to sort of lockpicks don't mysteriously fix themselves, themselves kind of thing. Yeah, you know. But that's whatever. That, that that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. So the survival mechanic looks good. You know, you can overeat. Yeah. Which is often an over- overlooked thing. And if you overeat, you get a little bit clumsy because yeah, you're full belly. Full. Yeah. But the trade-off is you stay uh, fuller Ed, for longer. longer. Yeah. As well. So there's a nice. Feels like that what they've done is add a, a positive and negative to everything, yeah. so that you're always yeah balancing, you know, balancing your positive and negative kind of thing. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna keep ticking along with it a bit longer. It's it it definitely. I went. Oh, I'm never gonna play this again. To oh, actually, actually, it could be okay. It could be okay. Sort of have an explore around this little village and 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 whatnot, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I managed to go to a bath at least and get myself cleaned up, and then immediately got into a fight with the. Uh, Executioner, so I'm all dirty <laughs> up and bloody again. I have to go back again and get myself washed up again. Yeah, yep. oh, god. Uh, yeah, so it's Kingdom Come Deliverance. Tell me about what is that, what this game you played? Dark, uh, Black Blackguards. Yeah, Blackguards. It's a, uh, it's an old game actually. The sequel was out ages ago. Blackguards too, but I've had it in my Steam library and not played it. Ah, it's one of those ones. Yeah, right. it's um, Blackguard. Hang on, is that like an isometric? Yeah, hex grid, and you start off with three characters and I think I played a little bit of that actually. Yeah, it's quite good is so you've got oh, you've got your abilities. Yeah. And so how it, how it works is whenever you want to check a skill, so say you want to cast a fireball spell. Yeah. So your fireball needs agility, constitution <laughs> and uh, intelligence to cast it. Yeah. So you roll 3d20. And so you need to uh, pass whatever your Agility, constitution, and intelligence are on your 3D20. Yeah. And you've got to pass all three to successfully cast a spell. Okay. Yep. But say you've got four levels in fireball spell, you can fail one of those rolls by four, and then your four levels in fireball oh, spell will make right. it up. So yep. Yep. your ability points are really important mm. in all your abilities because every skill will use just three abilities. But then your skills are really important because if, you've got, if you want to get good at, re- at casting fireballs, for example, yep. you just pump all your skills. 
that's into fireballs, then you can every time you try and cast a fireball, it gets easier and easier and easier. You definitely pumped all your abilities into fireballs. No, you? I didn't. I hardly spent any points at all. No, more, more point paralysis. Oh, you were saying point I'm paralysis. Point paralysis. Yeah, I'm just saving all my points. So there's lots of stuff. Like so the spellcasters can heal, they can put walls of force up, they can charm enemies, they can heal, they can remove poison, they can they do all this stuff. Um mm. yeah, and there's a hex based grid and then there's trigger points on the hexes, so you there's one fight where you're in the jail cell and all the guards are standing underneath the chandelier and if you cut the cord to the chandelier it drops on their heads and kills them all. I do like a well-placed environmental, yeah. um, I don't know, uh, attack or whatever you call it, a trap kind of thing. That's always fun. So it's interesting. So a lot of the game is story. I would say it's 50-50 so far story versus combat scenes. So, yeah, I, it was quite interesting. I, I quite liked it. My only complaint yeah. was that um, – so. There's a map that's got all these treasure chests on it. And if you kill all the enemies, you don't loot the treasure chests after you've killed all the enemies. Why not? So you got to loot the treasure chests while no, you're fighting No, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, no. So that, that's a bit of an odd mechanic. I don't like that at all. And mm. it definitely throws you in the deep end. So you've got to go and f- get the dwarf's axe back from a dragon that he fought. And it's like at level two. And you go, okay, well, I'm going to get my ass kicked. But no, there's no dragon. There's three of you... There's no dragon, but there are 26 cave ticks and three humans fighting or a dwarf and two humans fighting three cave ticks is pretty much an evenly matched fight. So when you're fighting 26 of them, you have to use the map's choke points to choke the ticks so that they can't Mm, fight you, which meant I missed out on half the map. So I don't know if I missed out on something. Because half the map was still missing. They hadn't gone and explored. Because because I had to bottleneck the cave ticks. So when I killed the 26th cave tick, the map just ended. Oh, I don't so, like that yeah, at all. Yeah, it doesn't no. give you any exploration. And Either you, you don't just, know if you've missed something or not. And well, okay, you know, I would accept just getting everything into my inventory yes, at the end. Like automatically, these, you went through and you just you looted all of this. What you want, yeah. and that, that's cool. You can yeah. do that. It saves me clicking around, but not giving it. Like I've got to do it. Yeah, during while the there's one still so, alive yeah, or something like that. Kite one around the map. How yeah, dumb, it's a bit silly. But it's well voice right. acted. Yeah, and the character. The characters look interesting, so I haven't played it enough to really give it a full verdict. But it's not this Avedon, the Black Fortress. No, it's called Blackguards. Blackguard. Oh, Blackguards. Okay. Yeah. Blackguards. Negative. Have not played. I was thinking of okay. this one. Okay. Yep. yep. No, it's right. called Blackguards. It's quite good. Hmm. Quite interesting. And it's a based on a pen and paper. The the engine is a pen and paper role playing game. Game. So. Yeah. Once I understood how the 3D20 worked, it made more sense to me why one of my wizards was. My, so my character, my wizard, mm. was just flinging spells left, right, and center. But the wizard that I picked up from the dungeon, he kept failing his spells. <sighs> going, what's going on? And he's got a really low agility, so he keeps failing his agility, D20, and that makes his spell fizzle. I like how the the wizard needs agility. Yeah, agility. That's so great. And it's not just that. So every different spell yeah. uses three different. So you need all six. I mean, even the fighters and the, the rangers, they need all six stats as well. So you can specialize you could specialize in three stats and then you'd be very limited and you'd be able to use like a third of the abilities of your class. But you use them very but you'd well. You use them very well. Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting. I like that. I like that a lot. It is That's interesting. A clever mechanic. 
But then you don't want to spend them because you need to keep them in case you run across someone. Yeah, that you, can, you can train. Why not just have two pools of points? Well, you can go back. You can always go back after you've got more points, but you don't know how much this thing costs. And can you write yeah. notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, physical. No, I'm not physical notes. I mean, in the game notes. Uh, no. No. Then, no. if you want me to backtrack, right, to, yeah. to go back things, they give me a way in the game that I can write notes down yeah. about where things are. Yeah. That is. Definitely a pet peeve I don't complain about enough, I feel. Yeah. Because so many, like, Fallout, I could write notes about, oh, here yeah, is this is where XYZ I've, that I this can... This is where I've stashed all this. I've stashed all this in this chest, yeah. You know, like, oh, here's a good spot for this, you know, so I can annotate my map and make it... Like, because if I was doing this, you know, I might write a yeah, note in-game. The, the hunter, the ranger trainer is here. Yeah. And the fighter trainer is here. Uh, and it's not just as straightforward as that either because you've got all these different fighting styles. Oh, So wow. I found the fencing trainer. Yeah. And I found the missile weapon trainer. Okay. So, but yeah, but then i got to find the spell trainers. And Are the, they in like a town or something like that you've yeah, got to run around? So, you, so it's like an open so world basically map? basically the map is a fixed map with towns and you go to towns. Yep. And the towns are just a static screen and you interact with things on the static screen. So oh, it's quite okay. interesting. It's a very interesting interface. So like so, no wander around the town. Yeah, no wandering around the town or anything. No, no you no. just click on the different things you click on and, and then, interact with them. Then you, when you go to fight, you get like an instant dungeon, this, yeah. which is why they leave, why they boot you out yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's, it's, I like it so far. It's a cool setup though. Yeah. Kind of just sort of gives you that, um, sort of streamlines it. Because uh, compare this to like Kingdom Come, Deliverance, but I got my ass kicked by the uh, executioner. Yeah, had a bit of damage done, which meant I had uh, no stamina either because stamina yep. is linked to your health. Yeah, making the dud trudge back to my house again <laughs> was not enjoyable, no. kind of thing. Um, so now, well, this is quite good. So you can either downtime. camp in the wilderness, which you run the risk of getting ambushed. Yep, or you can Classic. go back to town and visit a healer to get healed. Yep. Yep. And the amount of money, I mean, it's like a lot of these role-playing games are very stingy with money, mm. particularly. This one's not. This one showers you with, with money. Well, good. I'm rushing my life going out there. I wouldn't yeah. do it for two coppers, would I? So the equipment's really expensive. Yeah. But I think that's quite good because it means, because you're getting so much money, you can buy exactly the equipment you want. Yep. As a, so you, rather than hoarding all the, oh, I've got a rusty sword and I've got a broken mm. dagger and you just do away with all of that stuff because you're getting enough money anyway they need to grab the loot and sell it yeah but then you say well I, the dwarf wants to use the one-handed axe and that's going to cost me you know 80 percent of the money i've got right now but i'll buy that because i know that he can use that so it's quite a good way Much of doing it rather than that. rather than here's the crappy blunt axe on yeah. now the next town's got the slightly sharper axe and now the yep. next town's got the slightly blunt dwarven axe it's a, oh, here we go this is the axe shop what axe do you want oh right so like dedicated like stores yeah. that sell just like a single sell what they what they sell yeah yep specialize yeah kind of thing ah uh, yeah quite good it's a good, it's, good system I'd rather get lots of money and have things be relatively expensive yeah kind so of you, thing and then you choose what equipment you want rather than run around and your dwarfs running around with a cudgel because that's the best item you've found so far yep yeah, when your dwarf it's, keeps going about his axe all the time, <laughs> I need a better axe. Uh, it's I kind of same thing with the with the po- with the points though, isn't it? Like you give me lots of points, but I don't know where to spend yeah. them. At least with the equipment, you give me lots of money. I know where to spend the equipment. Yes. you know, yeah, yeah, because I know straight away kind of thing. Yeah, if I buy this axe, I'll make I'll make good use of this axe. But mm. I don't know if I want to put my skill point into my axe skill. Because what if I suddenly need pathfinding for a quest later on, and I don't have any points to put in pathfinding now? So yeah, 
So it'd be much easier to play the second time around when you know everything that's going to come up, nothing would blindside you. But the first time around, and that's, you know, a couple of times it said, oh, you need this skill. Yeah. And so I've gone, okay, well, now I'm investing that skill because now I need it. But that's mm. only because I've been holding my points that I've been able to do that. I guess, yeah, just that's why you, why you played it. Maybe that's how they designed to play it is that yeah. you hoard your points and you just use them as you yeah, maybe. need them maybe kind maybe. of thing. Yeah. Uh, it does pay to be prepared as an adventurer with it mystical But pretty much points. all I'm doing is both my wizards are standing behind the dwarf casting heal spells on him. It's brutal. The combat is just brutal. Mm. So the dwarf complains every time you heal him, he complains. Ah. But he's on like two hit points and you heal him up to 20. He goes, oh, I didn't need that. Yes, you did. You were on two hit points. <laughs> and there's still eight cave ticks in front of you. <laughs> That's a lot, apparently. Yeah. So, lot yeah, it's funny that I'm not using my wizards to cast offensive spells. I'm just using them to heal the dwarf. Mm. And the dwarf is bottlenecking a corridor and then tanking just- all the monsters. I'd be interesting to see that changes going. Well, they'll get more characters. I'm sure that there's going to be more like characters. Like a five-party yeah, character? I don't know how many character. there is in the party, but mm. with two wizards and a fighter, I'm kind of limited with what I can do. Mm. Particularly, one of the wizard's spells keep fizzling all the time, so <laughs> I can't rely on him. Yeah. So he always has to be near another character because if he's by himself and his spells fizzle, oh, he's just dead. dead. Yeah. And it's turn-based? Turn-based, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, yep. But it's initiative-based, so if you've got a really fast character, mm-hmm. he'll have multiple turns in one round, Yeah, which is interesting. That's nice. Uh, more, more, more and there's some good mechanics. So there's one fight where I had to get across two bridges before the bad guy kicked the barrel out from the chick he was going to hang. Mm. So I had five turns to get across the two bridges, and of course there were traps on the bridges and there were enemies intervening, so I had to actually work out how quickly can I get the dwarf across the bridge? Because none of the neither of the wizards could get across because I didn't have enough hit points. But the dwarf could get across. But I had to run the wizards up to set off the first lot of traps so the dwarf could get through them without taking any uh, damage. Yep, yep. And then I had to satellite to the barrel so all the bad guys couldn't surround the dwarf and he'd be stuck. So then, but then the dwarf would have to run through the flaming barrel to get through. Yeah. So there's quite a bit of working out the map and yep, how yep. you're supposed to get across the bridge before he kills the... <laughs> and of course, you don't have to save it. That's just an optional objective. But yep. for me, optional objectives aren't optional. Just got to smash yeah. them all out, Tony. If it's, yeah. a, tech, if it's a checklist, I'm going to check yeah. out the boxes. Exactly. Thank you very much. It's a mandatory objective. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. You're going to play some more of that then? I will, yeah. That's quite good. Mm. Well, so wise, uh, I kind of lost my mojo with Darkest Dungeon. Yes. Because Darkest Dungeon smashed me in the face with a difficulty spike. The Darkest Dungeon was pretty dark. So I leveled up all of my heroes up to the maximum level. Right, okay. And then went and did a champion dungeon, trying to just tick off all the things I need to tick off. Oh, yeah. And... The game was hard when I was low level mm. uh, and I had to manage all these resources, but it was still doable. Yeah. But the champion dungeon with your maximum level heroes. So you've got like 37 hit points on your characters with lots of hit points. How much do you hit for? And the creatures are hitting you for 20 points of damage. Oh. Oh. So. Well, I mean, that's not even two yeah. hits. Like, what and I've got one character. My oh. one character, I got her dodge up to 60, which means she's got a 60% chance. So she removes. 60% off their chance to hit you. Yeah. And so most of the monsters have about a 70% chance to hit you. So she just was dodging everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's not dodging anything now. Oh. So they've got like a 160% chance to hit. So you spend all your time, what I'm doing is spending all my time healing stress and healing damage. And so then my fighters aren't ever getting to attack. Because mm. if you get the thing that kills you is getting stressed. Yeah. As soon as your heroes get stressed, they make the other three heroes stressed. And then you all die of a heart attack. Yeah. So you have to manage stress. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's interesting. So I've got 63 weeks into the game before this difficulty spike has hit me. So I've done 63 fights, 63 yeah, missions, right. and I've been able to manage it, and now it's just smashed me in the face. Uh. And it stopped being fun because I was, you know, I was as a player, was getting stressed because I didn't want to lose my character. I mean, it's a roguelike game, so you're yeah. supposed to lose your characters. Like it's but 63 weeks. Yeah, well, you played a lot of so games So much now. effort to get your characters up to oh. level six. And then, yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on. So I'll get back to it at some point. But so championship I've lost in it from the champion dungeons. Are they So there's um, novice dungeons, then adventurer dungeons, so level zero dungeons, oh. level one dungeons, level three dungeons, and level six dungeons. And the level six dungeons are brutal. Wow. They're just brutal. So you've been to the darkest dungeon a few times then? I haven't been to the darkest dungeon yet. Oh. But I went online and said, look, what the hell is with this difficulty spike? And everybody says, yes, the champion dungeons are actually harder than the darkest dungeon. Oh. So, well, I tell you, I've got to know what's in the darkest dungeon. <laughs> I've been waiting. So, the, <laughs> so the, the dungeons are just basically little boxes with corridors between them. Yeah. And they're set. But the darkest dungeon, there's dozens and dozens of these boxes, and you're not supposed to finish it in one sitting. Oh. You go through and you unlock the map, and then you retreat, and then you go back and you pick up where you left off. Yep. Okay. And you slowly map out the whole size of the dungeon. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's quite a different way of doing the normal missions. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you get stressed when you leave the dungeon. So mm. I was worried about leaving the dungeon when I had a guy on 190 stress, and at 200 stress, you get a heart attack and die. Ooh. So. Yeah, that's where I've left the game at the moment because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't fled from that dungeon because I don't know if that guy's going to die when I flee the dungeon and get yeah. stressed for leaving the dungeon or not. But fortunately, I've done my saves coming so I can just go back and use my other save. <laughs> you haven't yeah. lost any more, no more saves lost to the corruption boss? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've corrupted a few more saves, but oh. it's all right. I, I know the trick. You know the trick now. It's I know all the good. trick. It's all good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, it's like brutally yeah. hard, which I would think would have been all right if it had been brutally hard the whole way through. And so I'd gone, okay, this is how hard this game is. Yeah. But I worked out that, okay, it's a hard game, but I've worked out how I can manage. Yeah. And keeping on top of your stress and keeping on top of your health was working fine in all these other dungeons. But it's, in, I mean, they're just, they're simply, you don't have enough actions in your team to be able mm. to cope with the actions that the monsters have got. So when the monsters hit, get a critical hit on you, mm. they do hit points of damage and they stress out your whole party. So if a monster gets a critical hit, yep. you've got to not only heal the damage on the character that got hit for the hit points, you've then got to heal the stress on the other three characters that got stressed from the critical hit. <sighs> and so you don't have enough abilities that heal yeah. stress and health, or you can attack and heal, or you can attack and heal stress. At this level of the, of the monsters that I'm fighting, I need to be able to do two things with each action. Yeah. Yeah, and the yeah some of the bosses are just ridiculously hard as well. Oh, it sounds super tedious, Tony. I don't know how yeah. to play that. Well, I've stopped. Well, yeah, because it got tedious. (laughs) But you got through a lot more than I think I would have. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like. I'll get back to it. I'll do the darkest dungeon and let you know what the darkest dungeon is like. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, I have been fighting as the warrior of darkness in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh yes. Yeah, that's um still going. Still going. Yeah, still. I haven't even. Sounds tedious. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. It. It's. I don't know. I don't have any more to say than like. Like, it's just the story yeah. just doesn't gel. Yeah. With me for the most part, kind of thing. And these. I think these games they want you to just play their game. They don't want you to play anything else. So just give us all your monies. Mm. So they make these games really ridiculously long. 
Yeah, you know, like I just um, I, it comes back to like so many games. I'm trying to think of other ones now, but it's all fled my mind, of course. Where they lock the content behind the story. I just don't yeah. understand uh, the. And if you what, well, you can, it's for the you people who just take a week off work and grind out all the content to get to the oh, end story. They want to slow them down as much as they can. Yeah, and catering for those people, is that really heaps worth it? I no, mean, I don't not. know. It it's feels not for like the rest of us. It's not, no. Like the quests are definitely a lot shorter than they were in the first in that Heavenswood first bulk of content that came out with it yeah. kind of thing. And I don't know, I'm doing this side quest that like you gotta do at the same time, which has tie backs into the previous parts of the story and people that you've seen and that's all very interesting, but I, I, even even just the battles aren't even engaging, which is the part I like about the game the most. Like, yeah, I just thought single player fighting one, right? And it was, you had to, f- always annoyed me, you had to f- play as a different character because yeah. you're reliving this character's, uh, you know, that's previous a journey. Decision. Yeah. So you've got, uh, it's your class, but all the spells work a little bit different. Yeah. But you've only got like three abilities that you could use regularly, kind of thing. So maybe four. Maybe there was five. Maybe, I think the fifth Maybe one was a bonus six. one. No, there's only only five, and the Maybe fifth eight. one was a... Uh, Possibly nine. If there was nine, I wouldn't be more happy about Wait, it. There was ten. There were ten. There was definitely, definitely ten. ten. Could have been eleven, though. Only ten because they were mirrored on two two <laughs> bars on my screen. Uh, the fifth one's like a special ability you can use at certain times, and then there was uh, yeah. four others like that you could use. Like counter-attack abilities and stuff like uh, that. Not even that. Like your fo- standard fire attack spell, your ice spell to regenerate mana... Uh, damage over time, and um, I want to say... A Pointy stick in the eye Self-heal, maybe, or something like that? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, this fight wasn't particularly interesting. I'm sitting there going like, oh, move out of the way. Fire, fire, fire. Out of mana. Okay, ice, ice. Back to full mana. Okay, fire, fire. Move out of the way. You know, yeah. I'm just like cruising yeah. through this fight, no problems. Sleep, sleeping through the fight. I miss one AoE circle. Yeah. Boom, dead. Fight's over. Back to start. Oh, really? Like, I was like, you know, he's like 10% left to health. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've nearly got this done yeah. kind of thing. Uh, if I get hit once, it won't matter because, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll... Yeah, I'll survive. To be yeah. dead before... No, that just yeah. chain reaction, Instant like bang, bang, bang. And then it's like, oh, now i got to fight this whole... going to go back through and kill all the ads oh, that got to that. the dungeon. Yes. This character, I'm like, oh man, you you're breaking my balls, man. Seriously, <laughs> like it's not. Uh, it was an interesting fight. I would have been like, yeah, fully yeah. engaged in in yeah, the process, you, you have kind of thing. Died in the first place, yeah. yeah. The second time around, it was like, oh, it's still just as boring. The second time around, but I'll, <laughs> I will not get caught yeah. in any AOA. I was just, yeah. you know, getting out of it and stuff. It's just, uh, I don't know, weird. It's a weird game. I still haven't quite figured it out, but man. Doing some of those dungeons is so satisfying. Get some really hard ones, and in the roulette, got some of the higher end tier ones. Those fights are tough. You really got to know what you're doing yeah. and deal with all the mechanics and stuff. God, it's like two games, two games, Tony, and I just only want to play half of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing I've been rolling around in is uh, Fallout, of course. Of course. Continuing our adventures, the ongoing sagas of Fallout. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like uh, we're now like. Level 48, because this week in Fallout is Meat Week. You weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> you were going to talk about it next episode when you have more meat on the bones to talk true, about. True, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I got some thoughts about Fallout in general and what the game is and how you should play it and, yeah. and so things keep, like that. keep Meat Week up your sleeve. Uh, well, I don't know. Meat Week just did it. Well, more, more so was that uh, double XP on it, again, was more the thing. Oh. Meat Week as well, the double XP week as well kind of thing. So been... S- Smashed out a few more levels, hit level 48, so almost at 50 yeah. for the final kind of 
point assigning will be done. Yeah. Yeah. Then begins the great point reshuffling because you picked all <laughs> terrible yes. stat points for the whole yes. 50 levels. Talk about stupid point Mechanics, systems kind yeah. of thing, you know. Uh, but um, did have one thing and now the whole meat week thing is kind of like driven it from my brain. Oh, okay. You put all your points into bunion protection. That's probably a smart move. You do a lot of walking in that game. Uh, You'd definitely yeah. be a smart move. Uh, no, it's I've gone. Distracted. It's gone. No, it's gone. It, yeah. it must have been that, that. It was obviously a profound thought, obviously. Yeah. And obviously. now you just lost it. That's yeah. it. You're never going to know. That's it. Like a, like a ghoul in a fridge. <laughs> Trapped for all time. <laughs> oh, there's a there's actually a um uh, a guy who you open on like a fridge and he's stuck inside. Yeah, and he died Fallout in there. Four. Oh, that time he's in Fallout seventy six as well. There's oh, another guy in alive. the fridge as well. In Fallout four, he's alive. No, in this one he's dead. He's dead in the and fridge. And this is who he's recording and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm stuck in here. Hey, uh, so I had a case of like stuff out the wilderness. Uh-huh. I want to go grab it and stuff, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very dead. No, 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 no one alive in the fridge. There's no one, no one alive in Fallout. So no, yeah, they're all dead. Not until the new patch comes out. Then they'll be alive. Oh, that's the only thing I was going to mention. Like. The new they released a new roadmap at um, QuakeCon. Oh, is okay. on at the moment. Yes. Um, I always forget that Bethesda is now Quake, Quake people as well, kind of yeah. thing. Um, and the Vault raids are coming in. Vault raids. Yeah, four man hard content. Oh right, okay. Single yes. player PVE, yes. not single player, multiplayer uh, PVE. Multi- yeah, PVE uh, content, which is something oh. I've been looking forward to like since they announced the game. Okay. Was something yeah, I wanted yeah. to like try out, kind of thing. It's not cross. Platform is it? You got to have it on the same platform. Yes, I yeah. want to say yes. Yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Which is so it is because I could get it for free with the new console, but uh, that won't let me play it with you. So that's no, no, lo- no incentive to buy a new console. I think Pete's got it on. Uh, oh, what well, what new console? Oh, well, uh, you're not sure yet. No. Oh, it's on both, is it? Do you, yeah, it's on get both. It? Oh, okay. Just okay. get the right deal you get for that 76 Six for free. free kind of thing. Whichever console you get. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably not going to buy it on PC, though. No, nah, fair enough. Fair it's enough. more an excuse to buy a new console. console. <laughs> I don't know how much Fallout 76 is an excuse to buy a new console. No, but I want the new console anyway. Yeah, fair enough then. Well, I, I still I, I, look, I still maintain there's a good yeah. chunk of playtime to be running yeah. around in it. Definitely. Um, I've got so many other games to play. I don't uh, need another yeah, one. It would be the four-man multiplayer content would be the only reason that I would jump on board. Check it out kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Map notes. That's what I want for Fallout as well. Map notes. Map notes. And at the moment, right, so I find this is like what you do instead, right? So they have the cap stashes and magazine stuff you can find around the world and they have static spawns. So when you build your base, you start looking around the local area to see if you can find any of these yeah. things, right? But like when you find a few, you kind of like start to forget where they are. You know, yeah. so you want to put a little note on pin. the map. Yeah, a little pin on the map. You put one pin. Yep. And that's it. You got to move the pin. You can't. God one forbid you have more than one pin. Like the game can't handle more than that. So rather than be able to pin the map up with like cap stashes, magazines, or whatever I'm looking for, go to the online to Reddit, and someone has dumped out the entire data set. Of all, and then put all the pins on the map. Stupid thing with the internet now. Why don't they just put that stuff in the games? Because they know people are going to go to the internet to find out the info anyway. Like, or just like as I find them, mark them down for me. Down on the map, so I know where they are, or where like a potential. Because they're not always there. They they do move, move. They don't move, but they may or may not spawn in the. uh, They might be empty. That's one thing, but they may just physically not be there. Yeah, but that's right. Just mark it. 
that's fine. At least then I can just, as I find them, I can then go and do, you know, runs and collect this stuff oh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So instead, I just went on the, um, yeah, went online to this guy, Mapalacia, has made yeah. these amazing maps that yeah. are so cool just with like uh, just anything, any um, Caps magazines, yeah, I remember Flora, the Flora, Fauna Flora and stuff like great. that. Yeah. Very good. So good. Yeah. And it's just interesting to see like how the distribution of different things are in different parts of the map and stuff. For some reason, there's a lot of Blackberry down in the bottom left-hand corner for some reason. It's kind of weird. There's just like, there's just a massive amount of Blackberry there. Maybe that's where the Blackberry Corporation is. Could be. Probably doing experiments on Blackberries, weaponizing Blackberries, and that's where they all are down there. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I went and I looked and I'm like, oh wait, the biggest concentration of cap stash is actually in the town right near where my base is. So uh, I then proceeded to go around and like find every <laughs> single cap stash that I could kind of thing. So now I know where they all are and I can go do a little run yeah. through there sort of thing. Uh, yeah, just notes on maps. Why is that a dead thing now? Because I remember Baldur's Gate 2 had yeah, notes on lots maps. Lots of old games had notes on but maps. But like, why yeah. did that go away? Was no one using... There's no, am, I, am I a weirdo for using no, notes on the maps? I just think that people took them out because... To- Save programming space, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I would love for it in Witcher as well. Like, that's another one yes. that, that desperately needed, needed that yeah. as well. Yeah, that map was huge. Yeah. And I think when you've got things that you want to come back to, yeah, I think that's like, I think, what did I find? I found something that I needed for a quest. I want to say like, it was like a, a griffin or something like that. I ran into one just by mistake and yeah. I'm like, oh, I need that for something, but I don't want to do that right now. now. Yeah, but I'm never gonna remember where this no. is on this map no, and find. That I need, to, I need to put it. Times in the Witcher. Yeah. yeah, so even if I wrote a note, it's still not, you know, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I found my mm. Ultima Four notes the other day. Jeez, written notes oh, for Ultima Four. Right. That was a game that you had to write notes, copious notes, copious notes. Yeah, yeah. Never played, but that Ultima. was alright when they made it part of the game that you had to write your own notes. Yeah, that and that's part of the game. That's fine, mm. but don't have some journal facility in the game that means you don't have to take notes and yes, not go whole hog. With so it. also had no journal for your quests or no, anything. Then yeah, you had to write down. Well, this is back on the Commodore. 64. No, no, no. Yeah, like I, I just never yeah. played it before, so I didn't. Um, so no, you get a clue from yeah. this guy on this side of the map yeah. on how to solve this problem that was on that side of the map. Yeah, there's no way you get across that side of the map. Remember what the guy said. Yeah, you had to write it down. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all in riddles and puzzles, and they never <laughs> said, "Go to the door and say om." Then it's never as easy as that. It would always be, ah, there's a wooden portal, and behind the wooden portal you will see Moo. <laughs> but remember that Moo in the mirror is always backwards. Oh, and wow. And so then you have to work out what the hell the dude's saying in the first place. Yep. And then work out where it is that you're supposed to use that code phrase. Mm. Yeah, it's quite yeah, good. Yeah, right, okay. So the, Ultima the, the, 4 is one of my favourite games. It's a very, very good game. game, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the game to write down all the notes. And you'd, you'd find out where the ship sunk that had the magical helm. Mm-hmm. That would give all your ships double their hit points and say, oh, yeah, there's, I heard a rumor that it sunk here, this ref, map, map reference. So then you had to write that map reference down. So when you were sailing on the ocean, you could look at the map references and see where you were. Right. And then you could search and, oh, there's the see, shipwreck. That's the thing. And then the game gives you the tools like map references so yes. that you can so actually you can write actually a coordinate it. down. Because yeah. I'm thinking like even if I did write hand notes in Fallout, there's no yeah, grid. There's no reference point. Yeah. There's no grid in The Witcher. Yeah, like no, it's pointless. Not. Like, what would it be yeah. near the right-hand squirrely bit with the up yeah. from, the, you know? Yeah, there's got to be, especially with so much hand holding. Like you say, like they give you a journal now, they yeah. give you quest markers and all this stuff. Like either, yeah. 
Go the whole hog. Go the whole hog or don't require me to to do it kind of thing. Particularly with these open world games. Uh, Yes, these huge open worlds. I just, um, Cyberpunk's going to be a nightmare. Mm. Particularly if you need ammunition. Hopefully you just buy it from a vendor on the street corner, isn't it? It should be like, should be easy to come by, surely. Who knows? In these, trying these troubled times. Yeah. Everyone needs a, a piece to keep safe. They do. Well, we won't find out until April next year. Is that an official release date? Yes. An oh. officially released. Official release date. April. All right. April. Pencil that. Pencil Hang on. What, happened, what else came out in April last year? This year that was a bit of a... <laughs> are we going to have a repeat? <laughs> bit of a turd. Oh, geez. All right. So, I mean, that's definitely... We definitely got to play that. We're going to play that comes out. Yeah. Don't the Outer Worlds. Think. I think yeah, the Outer Worlds, when that comes... October, I think the Outer Worlds comes... Yeah, you're going to be buying an Epic store, aren't you? You're going to break my, all my morals. Oh, no. No. Nah. Nah? It's that Epic, Epic exclusive, is it? Yeah, yeah, that I one is, yeah. have to wait then. And same with Borderlands 3 as well. I'm quite annoyed. Yeah. I'm still annoyed. Oh, I was yes. annoyed before I continue to be annoyed by it, <laughs> sort yes. of thing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll I'll probably just break down and buy it like a <laughs> sucker. Because I know that gamers are impatient. Yes. And they'll just. No, do it because anyway. we see everyone doing it, and yeah. we'll just we're fickle. We're a fickle bunch. We are. We are. Uh, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. All right. Well, next week we can with more Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yes. More Blackguard. More Blackguards. I'll yeah. hopefully be able to do one foray into the darkest dungeon. Oh. And tell you what the darkest dungeon itself is like. It's going to be the same dungeon, but darker. I bet. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's supposed to be easier than the champion dungeon, so that'll be good. It won't Easy. Give me so much oh grief. yeah, okay. Because yeah, they're like prestige so dungeons. Yeah. Why did you go to championship and not just go to the darkest? Is because that- I have to kill the bosses, and I have not leveled up the warrens enough for the bosses to appear yet. And because I've leveled up all my characters to level six, all the dungeons are now champion dungeons. Oh. So in order to level up the warrens enough for the bosses to appear, I had to do champion dungeons. Right. And, of course, I wasn't prepared for it to smash me in the face. No. So it is actually doable. You just need to take the right four heroes into the right dungeon. Yep. But I just used to being able to pick and choose whoever the hell I want to take, and I just took whoever the hell I want uh, to take. So you really got, but you do you know? But you don't know what you're going to face before you, you go in the dungeon either. You've got a rough you got a rough knowledge of what you're going to face. Okay. Yeah. So you can be intelligent about it. You can what be intelligent about it, yeah. And you can take the dude that can just tank I take the man at arms. He just tanks damage. You like mm. another character take forty points damage. He takes four. Mm. So you just take the man at arms and just get him to defend every round, and then you don't have to worry about healing as much. You just manage the stress with your jesters and <laughs> jesters. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, uh, excellent. All right. Well, I look forward to hearing about your foray down in the depths. Yeah, and we'll see what the execution has done to you in the meantime. Oh, I wonder if he's told the constable about my thievery. Could be a big trouble. Well, maybe. We'll have to see. Until next time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.